1: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC podcast.
0: This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen.
1: And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me's special series, The Show Must Go On, and the conclusion of Three Women of SWATO by Chloe Hung.
0: In parts one and two of Three Women of SWATO, Grandmother is helping Mother clean up and dispose of Mother's abusive husband, who she killed in an act of defense. When Daughter arrives at the apartment, the two women try to conceal the death from Daughter, but they can't hide all the blood. The three women fight about what to do and who's responsible, and grandmother and mother try to convince daughter to leave so she won't be implicated in the crime. Then grandmother lets it slip. This isn't their first murder.
1: This is the conclusion of Three Women of Swato by Chloe Hung.
3: Me? Ma yes, of course it's Ma. What's going on? I came home from the grocery store and your husband practically skipped out the door past me. Why is your husband in such a good mood? Everything's fine. I take it. You didn't do it. Ma, please. Did you tell him last night? Well, it's complicated. Did you at least talk to him about the bank account? Well, we went out to eat. Oh no. It just didn't seem like the appropriate place to bring it up. His idea? Well, yes, but he was trying to be romantic. You have to give him that. I will not. We went to that Italian place on College Street. Every place on college is Italian. My, you know the one I mean. It was so romantic. I ordered spaghetti al vongole. Doesn't that sound nice? (laughs) Sounds Italian. Vongole means clams. You're a vegetarian. Yes, but. uh... You wouldn't speak to me for a week because I gave you pork broth when you had pneumonia. It was a special occasion. You're being evasive. It's been so long since we had a good night. We've both been working so hard, and we've both been on edge. You mean he's been on edge. And last night was so romantic. We actually had time together. We just looked at each other and smiled. Last night, we smiled. Did Smiling get you a separate bank account? And we talked about everything. Like having separate bank accounts? We talked about when we first met, and our first date, and our wedding. Oh, and that time the washing machine broke and leaked with soapy water and we fell in it. It was so romantic. That washing machine broke because he said he would fix that leaky valve and he never did. I hand washed all of your clothes for six months. Oh, Ma, you weren't there, you don't understand. All you see is the bad. Don't let this drag out. My mother used to say, if something needs to die, make it a quick death. She was talking about chickens. It applies here. It's a bit more complex than that. I'm not you. I got a call from Mrs. Whoop. Uh-huh. She and her daughter saw your husband out last night in the back room at Lee's. What were they doing in the back room at Lee's? That place is such a dump. Aren't you a bit suspicious of what he was doing there? Uh, so he gambles sometimes. It's where he and his friends go to blow off some steam. There are women, at least. Like Mrs. Wu and her daughter? No. Women. (gasps) What? Oh, my God. What's going on? Are you okay? It wasn't the clams. I knew it wasn't the clams. They were too tasty to give me food poisoning. That's not how food poisoning works. I'm pregnant. Look, I bought the test this morning. That's a plus sign, right? (sighs) I'm pregnant. Ma? Uh, Well, um, I mean... Yes, great. I'm having a baby, Ma. Yes, you are. Um, What? Can I just... No, but you're not spoiling this for me. I'm not trying to, but given the state of your marriage... You never had a normal marriage. This is what married people do. They want to share their lives together. And they have babies they actually want together can't tell me you actually wanted to have me only because i knew in the end you would only have me exactly now you can rest easy because my baby will have two parents your husband is not a parent not yet have you told him i just peed on a stick mm, okay that's good maybe don't tell him he never needs to know about the baby we can leave get an apartment i can get a second job i can help you with a baby you don't need him Of course I need him he's the father if we don't leave now we may never be able to especially after the baby's born he will have rights to the baby rights that will last for 18 years and we don't have the money for a lengthy legal battle why are you talking about him like that he's my husband he's the father my child is going to have two parents not one parent and one grandparent two parents him and me things are going to be different now if you're going to be negative you can just leave Lee, I didn't mean. No, I think you did. Ma, you'd rather get rid of me than him. Answer me. I, I just want you to be happy for me. I. I'll be happy if you are. I am. I'm going to be a mother. You're going to be a grandmother. Hmm. I'm going to be a grandmother. Oh, no. Daughter? Can I come in? You should go. As soon as this gets cleaned up and we devise our plan. The plan. Always the plan. So carefully crafted, meticulously thought out... A new life, a second chance. For years, you devised the perfect murder and the perfect escape. And in one day, I got us right back where we started. I feel sick. It's the fumes and the heat. Open this door. He's still there. just swirling around, stuck in the drain. Half here, half there, and nowhere at all. You're going to pass out if you don't get some ventilation in there. Splash some water on your face and come and clean this mess you've made. The mess I've made. I can't believe you. It's about me now? You might want to take a little responsibility, Ma. Look how I grew up. Some role model I had. You needed to see it. To see what it took. And your daughter needed to see it too. She needs to learn before it's too late. Killing your husband isn't a parenting tactic. Do you think I learned anything from what you did? You clearly learned something. Murder isn't something you're supposed to teach your children. It's not like passing on an infinity for soccer. This can't be our legacy. So, being battered women, you want that to be our legacy? Ma. No, tell me. What should I have taught you? Lie down, just take it. I taught you to stand up for yourself. There's a difference between standing up for yourself and killing someone. Sometimes there isn't. You're insane. You're acting like there are no consequences. Well, for you, there were no consequences. I know the consequences. You could have run away. You could have hidden. You could have run away. You could have hidden. It's difficult. I know. For you, it was easy to make a decision back then. Easy? Oh my, that's not what I meant. You think any of that was easy? By killing him, you got rid of an abusive husband that you hated, and you got a new life in a new country. You were free. But for me, I lost my father. You would have rather had an abusive father who tossed your mother around like a rag doll than no father at all? Don't you care about me? Of course I do. How can you love a man who does that? You don't understand love because you've never been in love. Where is it? Ma? Where is it? Ma? Where is it? Ma? I threw it all out. You lie. Alcohol makes demons of everyone. Sit down. Your sobriety is not noble. Why is it so damn hot in this house? I can't breathe. Just stop for a moment. Stop moving. What aren't you telling me? First uncle was a gambler. He always seemed to owe somebody something. He was taking money from the shop to pay off his debts. Your father's father? He practically owned our village. All those loan sharks, bookies, they all belonged to him. The only way for first uncle to save our family was to give this rich man something he needed. A bride for his pathetic son. It didn't matter that he didn't love me. And it certainly didn't matter that I didn't love him, that I love. Oh, 20 years I live in this house. Your husband was never without a beer in his hand, and now... Ma, who was he? He thought if he made enough money to pay off first uncle's debts that he could marry me. So he went to Shanghai to seek his fortune. I never heard from him again. I dreamt one day he would come back and save me from all of this. So I took matters into my own hands. My job is to protect you. If he had stayed alive, he would have hurt you too. He wouldn't. He already did. You just couldn't see the scars yet. I did what I had to do. I'm not going to apologize to you or to anyone. I didn't need you to apologize to me. I needed you to talk to me. But you were so cold. You never faltered. You never showed any remorse for killing my father. Why would I show remorse? He was a bad man and he deserved it. No, you never considered me. You never considered that I'd become collateral damage to your plan, your brilliant plan. You needed to see what we are capable of. how women are fierce. I saved you. No, Ma, you doomed me. Everything I did was to give you strength, teach you to make good choices. But there you went, shacking up with someone who's just like your father. I don't know where I went wrong with (laughs) you. And your daughter couldn't grow up seeing you like that. So you took her away? You chose her over me. It wasn't a choice I made lightly. Ma. I had to. You weren't going to leave him, and if we stayed, it would have gotten worse for her. So you left me all alone? I should have dragged you out of the house the second you told me you were pregnant. I knew once you stayed, you could never leave. We don't have money for a lengthy legal battle. That's what you told me when I told you I was pregnant. Yes. So you waited until her 18th birthday. Yes. You took my baby. I had to, to save her. (sighs) I'm a lost cause. Clearly not. Us leaving was the push you needed. Abandoning me was the push I needed? I was abandoned too. I had to figure it out on my own. And I did. That's a dangerous game you played. It worked. You did this. No, you did. Don't you see? You were capable all along of murder. I... I murdered him. I murdered him. (laughs) I murdered him. I murdered him. (laughs) Oh, you know he said he wanted to make it work. He always said that. Hmm, I know. And I knew he would, so I let him talk. He said he wanted to make it up to me, take me on a trip. I suggested Paris, New York, a Caribbean island. You know where he wanted to go? Las Vegas? Close. Death Valley. Did you know one of the hottest places in the world is a stretch of desert in California? It's so hot that it's called Death Valley. Quite prophetic of him. There are places with names like that all over the world, and he wants to go to all of them. Death Valley, the Mouth of Hell, Suicide Forest, Tragedy Lake... Satan's kingdom. You made up that last one. Nope. There's actually two. One in Massachusetts and one in Vermont. Of course. America has two (sighs) Satan's kingdoms. He wanted to see it. He's probably there right now. And I was standing there, making him lunch and thinking about him dragging me around the world to places I don't want to go. And I just started laughing. And laughing. And then he stood up suddenly. Why are you laughing, he said. You're laughing at me. Stop laughing at me. And he grabbed me by the throat and threw me on the ground. And just... He just went back to eating. He left me on the ground, gasping for air. There was no frying pan. I didn't run to the panic cupboard. The knife was right there. Right where I placed it. Right in front of me. And I didn't hesitate. I murdered him. I thought I would feel peace with him gone, but I only feel pain. That'll go away. Once you settle into your new life, you'll find it easier to breathe. Can't believe we're back here again. I really thought it would be different, that he was different. But now the veil's lifted and everything still ended up exactly the same. Mm, not exactly the same. I just chopped up my husband, you burnt the flesh off yours. Wildly different. <laughs> I sold the AC units. I sold a few things in this house you wouldn't miss. Just a bit of money to open a bank account. You opened the bank account? Why didn't you tell us? I wanted to do it on my own. Where'd you sell it? That pawn shop up the street. Oh. What? If you sold it in Chinatown, I could have gotten you more money. Oh. I went to the store. Oh, okay
2: i got plungers and
3: i'm gonna pour this into the tub Uh, use the gloves okay (sighs) she came back it worked she'll never forgive me of course she will no ma she never will Children are taught a parent's struggle so that they may inherit their wisdom and become better versions of their parents. If that's the case, what a disappointment I am. No, daughter. What a disappointment I am. I used to have this dream. I'm standing by a river. In a row, as far as the eye could see along this river, are women. Each a little younger than the next. And then I realize they're all me. And one by one, they disappear. They all disappear until it's just me. And I look into the water to see I'm a very old lady, all alone. There was a time I would have this dream every night.
2: I have that dream. In my dream, I am the youngest and the older ones disappear until I'm left as an infant drowning in the river.
3: I would never let you drown i know neither of you would drown that's why i taught you both to swim ma it's a dream ruining the moment i was trying to be emotional that was me being emotional <laughs> oh, papa. Ay, okay, now let's go see our handiwork shall we
1: we'll be right back
0: i don't know what's real i don't know what's not real
1: Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're
2: staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game.
1: Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: plungers? What? That's a little excessive. Oh my God. No one buys five plungers. I was trying home. to help. It's suspicious.
2: Sorry I'm not as much of an expert as you.
3: Not about being an expert. It's about common sense. Okay. honey five plungers was a good idea. Right, ma? Did you at least buy them from different stores? Uh. All right. All right. Good job, daughter. I'm starving. I'm going to get soup. I thought you were hot. Suddenly, I don't feel so hot anymore. You came back. Yeah, I couldn't leave you again. Come, drink, drink. That's really good, honey. Good job. I, I don't like Thank apples. Mom, come on. That's because
2: you Spoon. only get the cheapest apples. I told you. Stop calling me. Why are you calling me? I'm busy. But it's none of your business anymore, now, is it? Oh, no, I didn't. Honey, know that.
3: no, don't. Shh, shh, sit. Why not? Let her handle it. It's
2: I'm sorry. What was that? I heard someone. I heard a woman. Is that Tina? She's still there? You're calling me from her house? You're such an asshole. No. I'm not coming over. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not ever. Goodbye. No tears now. Your papa may be gone, but we're still here and we haven't got a penny. We're a burden again to the family, so we're going to have to get our hands dirty. No squirming. Watch. You need to learn. Don't count on someone else to do your job. Now, since you're still little, you won't be able to hold the chicken down and swing your knife. So I'll teach you a little trick. Take a bag, cut a small hole in the corner, and place it over the chicken's head so that only its head pokes up. It'll help you keep the rest of its body from flailing. Next, take your cleaver. Make sure it's sharp. There's no point using a dull blade. Makes it worse for the chicken and for you. Do not hesitate. Do not make the animal suffer more than it needs to. Bring the blade down in one swift motion across the neck. Look up. Don't look away. Women can't afford to be cowards, and Swatow women are fierce. No weak strokes. Be sure you sever the chicken's neck at the right angle. If not... You may have a headless chicken walking around. But even though headless chickens don't dance for long, idiots only need half a brain to make a mess. If something needs to die, make it a quick death. A clean cut is a merciful cut. No residue, no trace, no consequences. Nothing is passed on. Now, it's your turn.
1: That was the conclusion of Three Women of Swato by Chloe Hung. The play featured Carolyn Fay, Diana Lung, and Chantria Tram. It was directed by Courtney Lancaster.
0: Three Women of Swato was commissioned and developed by the Tarragon Theatre and artistic director Richard Rose. This episode's sound design and edit are by Gregory J. Sinclair with additional sound design by Deanna Choi.
1: Next up in our series is an interview with the playwright Chloe Hung. In the meantime, you can listen to many other shows available now on the Play Me feed. Stay well. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme@cbc.ca, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at expect or Instagram at playme podcast. And if you haven't already, please consider rating and reviewing us. It helps us get our podcast out to more listeners. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Ceso Fernandez, and Tanya Springer.
0: The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger.
1: Play Me's associate producer is Pippa Johnstone. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is produced by Expec Theatre in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information on our plays and artists, please visit Playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to CBC.ca/slash podcasts.